0: from the land of sky blue waters welcome to the soda pod Isha join me here alongside the state of Hoppy and thank you for joining us wherever and whenever you are listening up special shout out to those who are joining us live for this post game show and Sotopod recording those who are listening to us on the audio side of things if you don't want to hear us engage with the live chat in the post game show just fast forward 10 15 minutes you'll see the timestamp in the description and we'll get right to wild and a little bit of nhl talk right after that well hoppy the seattle minnesota wild game just wrapping up right here before we turn our attention to the live chat before the live chat starts to uh Well, it might not even be buzzing today, Hoppy, because this game is so (laughs)
1: damn late. If anyone's watching, I'm, yeah, kudos, appreciate it, but I want to go to bed. You probably (laughs) should, too.
0: For those on Twitter and Facebook, we appreciate you guys supporting uh, us there, but migrate over to YouTube so you can join the live chat when, you know, Sean eventually shows up to to say something and, and you know, I know Sean's going to, going to join here in a sec to, to at least throw, at least remind me that I, uh, <clears throat> I messed up with the Seattle Kraken hashtag. And, I, and apparently Kraken is uh, some sort of, some sort of uh Bitcoin comparisons. <laughs> like, I don't know. Anyways, um, see Kraken. That was a brain fart on my, I should, I should know by now, right? I should know all the NHL hashtags by heart. I feel like, <laughs> Oh, man. Well, as the game wraps up here, immediate thoughts before we kind of get into a little bit more of a breakdown and, uh, like we said, some more NHL and hockey news.
1: Immediate thoughts. I don't know if there's ever been a more boring day of Minnesota sports, period. Oh, good point. Combined, combined scores between the Minnesota Vikings and the Minnesota Wild is five to zero. Five to zero. That's right. That's an NFL game and an NHL game combined was five to zero. I, I, what a sad, sad day.
0: <laughs> yeah, and you know what? The only combat sports on today, Jiu-Jitsu, which I love doing. Jujitsu, it's not, it's not the funnest to watch. It that 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 I will give you full reins to tease me watching the wrestling because it's literally guys and guys and gals in rash guards wrestling.
1: <laughs> I mean. Okay, it's got nothing to do with Minnesota, but
0: no. Thanks but just for kidding.
1: chiming yeah. in. Still, <laughs> between Vikings and Wild, like I, I've never been more inclined to erase a Sunday from my memory. Yeah, it's. Oh. I wasn't even hungover, so like, oh, hang on. Wild just scored <laughs> in the final seconds here on an empty net. 6-0. Okay, a little My bit score better. Score between the Vikings and the Wild. Oh, that's so much more exciting.
0: A little bit better. A
1: little bit better. There you go. So that's so bad.
0: Hey, the two goals, or sorry, the two goals before the empty net, anyways, that, that were scored for the wild. Nice goals, man. Starting with Matt Boldy. Oh. Sick move there. And then the second goal, Zuccarello, man, doing the work to set up Rossi. I mean, whoo.
1: I mean, nothing special about the second goal. I'm just thrilled that. Rossi now hits nine, but the first goal, Baldy, no doubt, like basically Moses parting the Red Sea. I don't know why no one chose to play him and just let him walk in and undress Driedger. But like, I'm not going to complain. It happened and it looked great. And I mean, we got to ask, like, does he have the full swagger back or like the rest of the game? It's not like I saw anything too crazy, but that play in general, like great both ways, had a great back check that turned the play around. Came in, got the puck late, goes in and scores a very nice goal. Nothing too notable the rest of the game. Yeah, but you could you could say
0: that about most of the team in like a
1: in a very checking heavy game because you look at the shots.
0: You're like neither team had too many shots. The shots are very even, and it was a very much a back and forth game in the sense that like. Every player and in, in respect to some of the Kraken players as well. Like they did a good job one on one checking their men. And I mean X stood out here tonight. Um, other than the one penalty he took, I mean it's not it's not his fault that McCann's a twig compared to him, and he like touches him and he goes
1: flying. I mean We don't speak <laughs> ill of Jared McCann on this podcast.
0: Hey, I'm a Jared McCann fan. I wish the Canucks would have kept him over Vertanen, okay, but anyways.
1: And I wish the Penguins would have kept him over Jeff Carter, but <laughs> here we are.
0: <laughs> Look at that. We can we can oh, sulk goodness. together but uh no other than that i mean Eck was i mean and this is no not news to anybody he's so good one-on-one checked he's so good at you know defense for an offensive player and he he was noticeable in that
1: sense i you know how you said like you didn't really notice boldy wait, wait, defense for an offensive player i think his defense stands out way more than his offense sorry oh i mean i just as like a forward, sorry, I probably should have said forward. That's very different than an offensive player, yeah, but sorry, forward, forward. Continue.
0: Continue. Um, no, you thank you for calling me out on that. Um, He was the only one that like really kind of stood out. And again, it was on the defensive side of things. And I will say though, Rossi, like him scoring that himself, like wasn't anything as spectacular as how bold he scored his goals. But how Zuccarello set it up again, one on one check, strips the puck uh, from the Kraken player and then, event, and then gets it to Rossi. Zuccarello another guy who's who's looked good tonight not necessarily like he, he himself didn't have a lot of offensive chances but he looked good getting in getting involved in the Russian again one-on-one checks back and forth that that kind of was the story of the game for me it was just a hard checking
1: game and then Jojo just gonna get full credit for everything that those two were able to produce just by fact of being on that line <laughs> of course I'm not sure again Understand that John Hines is coming in and has to reassess the lineup for himself. Whatever happened before he got hired should not be, like, his concern. Marcus Johansson hasn't done shit in the seven games under the Hines regime. And I... Granted, it's far from being the biggest concern for me in confusion for what's happening with this lineup. But among the forward group, that's probably my number one thing I'd call out.
0: Hmm. I thought I thought Doer played a played a decent game. At least the first half of the game, I, I saw him buzzing around there. I can I could probably say this about more of like the energy players on the team. They did their job well tonight. It was just the Kraken also played a, a very defense style as well, and that shut down the top line. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Other than that, I mean, I have in my notes too. Is Boldy back? You know, I would say that for the most part, his swagger has returned. He looked. He hasn't looked awful even the last two losses.
1: I mean, what uh, is it? Six goals in six games now? Yeah. That'll fucking work. And he looked or tremendous seven seven.
0: against the Flames. He looked tremendous against the Flames a few nights ago. Oh, my goodness. I had the pleasure of watching that game with Tim and Kyle as they were not very happy.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, what's up Aiden wreck despite scoring a goal I don't think Kaprizov Ek, Boldy line is going to last it just seems like Kaprizov Rossi and Zuccarello gel better thanks so much for the comment buddy appreciate you
1: and I mean it's kind of like we were saying before right I didn't see anything special from them outside of that goal and that goal was really Boldy having a nice play and Seattle defense not doing anything to try and stop him not great but yeah, it's one game. It's a small sample, but I tend to lean where Aiden's at and saying that, yeah, it's going to be Zuccarello with Kaprizov. I don't know what the idea was with the shift, but looking for something different.
0: Uh, Mateo, what's going on, buddy? Uh, end boarding mm-hmm. penalties are the new trend.
1: <laughs> well, end board boarding, being like behind yeah, the yeah, net. Sorry, sorry. Yes, but, end yes. Board boarding penalties. Oh, and that, I mean... We might as well get into that right now. Please, please. So Evander Kane, right? Obviously people uh, not happy with what happened, which makes sense given that one of our best players is now out for what Russo says. And I quote, I expect it to be at least 10 games or 24 days, you know, in reference to LTIR designation that that just sucks. And then we've seen It's crazy that that, happens to align with a couple other just boneheaded plays that of course are being penalized, but then why does Evander Kane get the, you know, warning more or less, you know, Kyle Oposo, great stepping in and commenting and saying exactly that. Do you disagree with Eric getting five in a major for that? that hit? I do. I just, like I was telling Trevor, I mean, we're having a conversation out there. I just, I don't understand how Evander Kane gets nothing last night and then there's a five minute penalty like it doesn't it doesn't make any sense like it's the exact same play there's an injury on the play i understand i understand that he has to call it and that's that's fine that's not on him i just don't like the consistency factor like that's that's a literal identical play with zero zero penalty and then one with a five in a game. It doesn't make sense it needs to be called consistently across yep. the league but either absolutely. both are or both aren't penalties so he's not even saying like it shouldn't be a penalty he's like you can't have the exact same play be nothing and five in a game and there's just like no repercussions for it that's that's bush league that can't be allowed and the league didn't come in and give any supplemental discipline to evander kane sounds like it shouldn't be five in a game then for what happened in the sabers game and then we've got the good branson gong show literally oh my goodness No one's going to shed many tears for Nick Cousins, especially not Z, because no one hates Nick Cousins more than Spoke Z, except for perhaps Eric Oh Yeah, literally just bangs him on the boards, throws him to the ground and just farts fucking throwing. Yeah, I accidentally said farts instead of starts because I said starts fucking (laughs) farts. He just he just rips one on I him just, too just for so good, good measure. Out on it before someone in the comments does because uh, that absolutely just happened. What what's worse, accidentally farting on microphone or saying farts by mistake? Oh,
0: I would say probably the act is probably worse.
1: That's probably comparable. It depends. It, am I in the studio with you? <laughs> are also, we doing it virtually? Also true. <laughs> also true. But uh, is there? At this point, and yes, Brett Marshall will will put you aside because we know your number one uh, love-hate man is Drew Doughty. Do most Minnesota Wild fans look at Evander Kane and say he is their most hated player in the league currently? Is there anyone oh. that even compares?
0: Mm, I mean, Marshall is always going to be up there, No.
1: I think that's like a league-wide thing that everyone knows he's a rat, but I don't think like wild fans and like wild fans. If we're gonna look at Boston, it's Trent Frederick. Yeah, I, I would I would say
0: uh, Truba is probably the only one, but but is Truba hated amongst yeah, players or fans? For,
1: that's not for the wild though. Oh, just for the wild. Okay, yeah, right, right. I'm saying wild fans. Oh, okay, got you. No, I hate Truba more. Yeah, than yeah, yeah. Ugh, he's a loser. As I said, Truba. I think it's more uh, like yeah. Nope, I take it back. Mateo oh. absolutely called me out here. I'm sorry. It <laughs> is Ryan Suter. Again, exactly that, was, that That was a very dumb comment on my part. Um, oh. see, that's why I ask. That's why I asked the question. So I that someone it. can step in and correct me. Because, yeah, he is absolutely the most hated. <laughs> <laughs> Freddie, we're going to win the mug. <laughs> I love it.
0: What's up, T-Bomb? Do they miss games for Pink Eye? Oh, good question. Hmm. Hmm. Are the Vegas Knights helmets made out of real gold
1: in this economy? Uh knowing them, no expenses are spared. Only problem is if it was real gold, it probably would be softer, wouldn't it? <laughs> Actually, yeah, that's true.
0: But so, are there a very still
1: valid question? A very valid question.
0: Now I want to know if there's silver helmets or, or the, the king's silver helmets I, are or I'm silver.
1: I'm stuck on T bomb's comment regarding Pink Eye. Like, can you imagine if if you're hosting a team in your city? And you're like tight with the hotel staff and they just go around and start farting on pillows? Like if you can't play with Pink Guy.
0: Yeah. I don't know, that could, I mean it's 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 isn't it, it work, it's wicked well? contagious, so
1: it's wicked contagious. Well, Are it's you contagious in Austin? <laughs> I oh, don't know God, why I've never heard you say that.
0: I, I I don't even know how that slipped. I I think I was just listening to like some podcast or YouTube video where someone said like use that and it just yeah, anyways. It's late, guys. It's late if you haven't noticed. It's almost 11 p.m. And, ho- and honestly, the game ended a little earlier than I thought of. We, we thought it was going to be like 10, 45, 11-ish. Like We thought maybe we'd go to overtime based on how like you know one nothing for pretty much the entire game. <laughs> I had a feeling. I was like, oh, I didn't think the Wild were going to score another one. I honestly thought if anyone's going to score, it's going to be the Kraken. We're going to go to overtime. And I was feeling it. I was like, I, I predict the Wild are going to win this one. They just seem to have that little bit of an edge throughout the game, but I, I really thought we were going overtime. I was going to be like, "Just our luck, we're going overtime."
1: That was the worry for a little bit.
0: Uh, fundamentals hockey.
1: Uh, we got to throw in though. Freddie has another one that I don't agree with, but it's a very good call out. That Paluka from Winnipeg who jumped on Kaprizov is up there. Logan Stanley again. I still stand by the fact that that wasn't malicious. Like. Kaprizov kind of tried to do the reverse hit on him like it wasn't a full one but like it was a little awkward Logan Stanley had some momentum and let's just be real he's a bigger dude maybe there was something in there because I I don't know him as far as like player history right maybe he did a little bit more to fall aggressively but I think that was a natural like progression based on the collision and just kind of falling on him but maybe there was a little extracurricular in there but The bummer is, from what Russo says, that's probably going to hinder him long term, which is super, super shitty.
0: Marco looking great while being sicker than shit just makes me feel better about our rookies right now.
1: Are we going to go down like Shit's Creek quotes now or (laughs) what's what's with the spelling there? (laughs) Funny enough, like I haven't
0: watched much of that show.
1: I resisted for a while my wife's a big fan and I definitely watched it through with her once and I understand it. Yeah. Just like every show, like it loses me towards the end, but. The first couple seasons, I was like very locked in. There's, yeah, I had, there's some uh, great characters.
0: I had a couple college roommates who were really, really into it as well when it like just hit the scene. Uh, Freddie, again, thank you so much for the comments. And guys, if you're joining us uh, on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, you can't comment on Twitter. So if you're watching us on Twitter, we love you, but get your ass over to Facebook or YouTube. No, get your ass over to YouTube, like, and subscribe and join our live chat here. We'll continue to take your guys' comments for another, what, 10, 15 minutes, and then we'll just dive into the second half of the show here and get our podcast recorded. And then if there's some more comments at the end, as as we wrap up the show. We'll, we'll fire through a few more there, but uh, keep them coming, guys. As we'll address them until they uh, die out here. Then we'll talk a little bit more NHL. Uh, Gus Bus got his mojo back,
1: baby. He, At like- that point, we've got to ask. You know, shout out to Drecker Brewing and to Jeff Merrick. What's the dead cat bounce here? Like, is Ooh. the start to the season like the, kind of the reverse dead cat bounce for Gustafson? Where like, hey, what we saw last year was real bad start but here we are or was last year the dead cap bounce and we got a little mini one here in this season and he's still just not quite that thing i definitely lean more towards he's a good goalie yeah me too but for anyone to say definitively one way or the other i think it's definitely premature right now i want to see more but it's I- positive I in the kid it's positive given that the defense is getting worse <laughs> now that
0: Bro- brodeen has gone and he's going to have to step up. And if he has confidence like we've seen tonight, we can't really ask for anything more given the defense is now further depleted. And and it's, and it's just what, a, what an unfortunate year for Brodeen, right? Because he's not playing well out of the gate, right? And we've all been yeah. uh, he's not playing to the to the to the bar, to the to the floor that that he set throughout yeah, his yeah. career um so obviously like i bet like he's frustrated and, and fans are frustrated like no one's really turned on Brodeen in, in the minnesota wild market and not to say that they have necessarily yet but a lot more critical and there's some mean tweets out there and, and i'm I'm unaccustomed to it right where now that he gets injured it's just like oh i don't like i i i feel for him right like what what a shitty what a shitty uh season so far for the guy
1: yeah it's not awesome and it's even worse that he's already been dethroned as the best defenseman for the wild.
0: Yep. Yep. Uh, oh, speaking of the best defenseman of the wild, though, I just have to say, because he made my notes as well, like he does every single game. Like, he was perfect tonight as the net front presence. And I haven't seen him play too much, just like clearing the crease. And he did a beautiful job tonight. And again, like, he was picking, like, four players' pockets in the same shift. Like getting that puck on his stick, sending it out—it it was crazy, man. So good. And then, and then yeah, it, I just clearing, clearing that space, allowing his goalie to have a lane and be able to see the action, and picking the pocket of the guys in front of him. Like, I, I'm, I'm speechless. I feel like every game he impresses me more and more at this level. At this level, like he impressed me this much in college hockey, and now in fucking the NHL, every game. I just like I see more and more of what this guy is going to bring. And I feel like his ceiling is just like it's rising and rising.
1: For being speechless, you said so many fucking words. I
0: mean, I'm a verbose guy, so that's like. (laughs)
1: Like you you drop like seven tweets worth of characters (laughs) then say I'm speechless, then continue to gush about him. It's a podcast. It's a podcast. I can't just I can't just be like. Well, so maybe just leave out the part where you're speechless. <laughs> that shouldn't even be part of your vocabulary.
0: Now I'm just <laughs> nodding. <laughs> uh, Mateo, the Wild and the Vikings are ending with the same score is equal parts hilarious and depressing.
1: Yeah. I, again, very, very boring day in Minnesota sports.
0: Uh, speaking of big boys, uh, anyone see Rossi and Alexiak in a shoving
1: match? He found the FU for sure. Dude, I love it. Not upset about it. Also, Alexiak's a bad man. Do not mess with him. He's a big dude.
0: That was a Russo code. I love it.
1: Oh, the the one earlier where it was shit. Oh, I got you. got you. Uh the Gus
0: Bus is in idle <laughs> until after American Thanksgiving. Uh so- Boldy <laughs> is in good form now. Yeah, I mean. Poppy and I tend to agree. Our wagon is getting it together.
1: I'm not sure the Wild have ever properly constructed a wagon, but I hope within the next couple of years under Judd's guidance, we will have one. What's up, Don't Be Horrible? Thank you so much for joining, brother. Hope you're doing well.
0: We need to recruit Isha to be a Canucks fan again. I don't know, though, finally the Canucks take off, and I'm getting focusing on the Minnesota Wild. <laughs> hey, I'm watching as many games as I can, brother, and it's been an outstanding season for them. It's great to see you, uh, Don't Be Horrible.
1: Isha also, uh, just so you know, Don't Be Horrible, Isha has flat out defended that Brock Besser is a horrible player and that he'd rather um. have Marcus Johansson.
0: Those were statements from another time, my friend. Those are statements from another time. Brock Besser turned it around. Within Marcus the jo- year, Marcus Johansson forgot how to score.
1: Within the rules have been reversed year.
0: The roles have been reversed. <laughs> Appreciate you don't be horrible. Thank you so much for joining and supporting the SodaPod YouTube channel, man. Oh man. Well, any anything else that stands out from this game? Um before we dive into just, you know, some of what what well, some of what happened in the last few wild games and just a little bit of NHL
1: news. Uh, I guess it's not specific to this game, but let's lead in on all of it because tonight is the microcosm of the conversation. I need to know what goods and or services John Merrill is providing to John Hines because he has been an absolute catastrophe. Since the shift and again, back to like the start of Merrill's tenure in Minnesota, I thought he played quite well. I was very thrilled to have him here. I loved getting him back on a cheap contract. And oh, my God, have I regretted those emotions ever since. He is a guy that hasn't provided anything. He has weighed down every chance he's gotten. And now we have a game tonight where Brodeen is out for an extended period we'll wait and see what that actually looks like but russo has pretty much indicated that yeah ltir is coming because there's no way he'll be back before that window would close and we somehow managed to take mermis out of the lineup in lieu of bogosian galagoski and merrill and i'm sorry galagoski maybe he didn't have the worst game tonight he had some fucking boneheaded moments that penalty he took was just bad. Literally grabs and pulls on Bjork Strand. Couldn't have been more obvious about it. Just a stupid play.
0: Do you but- want to so just quickly to, to add to that? I was uh I, I didn't get the Bally feed. I had the Kraken one when I was watching the game. And their um their play-by-play guy or their, their color, I don't know who exactly it was, but they made such a good cheeky comment when they um when he did that. He was like, Oh, and there's a... Uh, uh, Goligoski, you know, with the, the 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 rookie move there. I mean, oh yeah, he he is a veteran. Hmm. Not a veteran move there, and they just like, and, and you could hear the other guy kind of like like laugh a little bit. And I was like, oh, that that was just like a subtle little jab. And again, please, uh, please tell me that was JT Brown, please. I I I, I don't know. I, I know, know he, he does color call. for them. I, know I, I, I I know he's. I don't. I I didn't know. I couldn't recognize. I don't know who. You know, mm, I know JT funny. Brown, but I don't know him enough to know his voice. Right. So. Um, but I just thought that was a funny little dig because he's like, oh, yeah, uh, such a rookie move from, from the young Gol- I mean, the, the veteran Goligoski. Oh, yeah, I guess that wasn't a rookie, uh, veteran move there or something like that. I just started laughing. I was like, oh, that's mm-hmm. good. Um, Yeah, Dakota Mermis sitting is criminal after tonight. Uh, Aiden, where do you even put Johansson so he starts producing?
1: Man, well, the bummer is... <clears throat> he was on that line as good metrics were put up for the game like russo shared natural stat link like basically said look how great this line has been tonight fuck me that means that he's safe after what's been a brutal tenure not only for the start of the year but even since john heinz took over and he had a new lease on life I am in no way endorsing the injury of Jonas Brodeen, but the one silver lining I was looking at is guess what? Now we can throw Jojo in the press box for a couple of games to fucking learn because we've got the wiggle room in the cap to do so. Bring up an Adam Beckman and stick yep. him on that second line. I would fucking lose my mind in the best way possible, but no, they looked good. They put up good metrics. So now he's, definitely bought himself at least four games of breathing room and it makes me sick and again i hope that he gets his game back i am not a hater on marcus johansson i think that when he is on and his feet are moving and he can produce with his speed open up space for the team really stretch the middle of the ice it's great we have not seen that at all we have not and i can't deal with it anymore. It. He needs to be sat down. He needs to fucking learn and at least take a breather, even if it's one game, but that's not going to happen now. So what do you do with him? I'm pretty sure John Hines is going to keep him in the top six to answer your question. Is he, is he
0: to John Hines? What Goudreau was to Fred or what Goudreau was to Dean? Are we, are we not there yet? No. Are you scared that it might turn out that way?
1: I think it's way too premature to say that. Okay. Okay we're seven games into the Hines tenure and he hasn't taken him off of the line. He's currently on like that. Let's pump the brakes on saying that he's, you know, Marcus Hines. That's, that's not. (laughs) Look, this is how, you know,
0: that don't be horrible supports our channel and supports our podcast. And is an absolute beauty guys in British Columbia and he wants a seventh Avenue pizza. It sounds so good. It's the best damn pizza out there, man. Like, I'm never going to Domino's again. I'm never
1: going to Panago again. Never going Only to Domino's you never went to Domino's because you're a bougie. For for someone who lives so simple, your pizza selection is beyond bougie. That you just It's not even to Seven
0: Dav over no, 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 no. Domino's that, is bougie? Nope, that's,
1: that's, 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 that's not what I'm saying. Dear, please listen. Your refusal to eat it. Your claim is that you will eat the cardboard before I you will. Will eat Domino's. I will. That makes you a pretentious piece of shit.
0: <laughs> it's so bad, dude. It's so bad.
1: Again, Canadian Domino's might be. American Domino's, I have no problem eating. Would I rather have a 7th Ave? Yes. If someone hands me a slice of Domino's pizza, I'm going to eat it. Sorry.
0: <laughs> Isha's beer is bougie. Sorry, Isha.
1: Look, it Isha is. likes Lucky Loggers.
0: You're drinking. What are you drinking right now?
1: Well, you're going to talk shit about Labatt Blue Light. Shut your oh, fucking mouth. Okay.
0: okay. okay I, I, I do like
1: Labatt. It's a very, very solid option in the light beer category. Like, honestly, if I'm going to have a light beer, it's Labatt Blue Light, Bush, or Kokanee.
0: Kokanee is damn good. Um, I'm,
1: if I'm going with the, like, thorough Canadian option, it's Kokanee. Labatt is definitely Canadian, but because of their strong established footing in Buffalo... That one, I kind of teeter.
0: Okay. Yeah, for for me, Lucky Lager, Hams. I mean, ch- goat. Goat status.
1: Eh. As long as it's not Miller Lite, I'm not going to get mad. Yeah, there you, go, there you go. Have you
0: had Lucky Lager before? I mean, are, are you really going to rag on it before you try it? I mean, come on.
1: No, but it's, again, the fact that you'd rather eat the cardboard than <laughs> eat a slice of Domino's pizza, but then you're sitting here going hard on Hams and Lucky Lager. Like, it just doesn't. It doesn't compute.
0: I'm an oddball. What can I say? And
1: yes, Freddie, you're accurate. If we're talking (laughs) pizza, it's seventh Avenue. No question. And again, I'll take seventh Avenue over Domino's. That's not the argument here. It's that Isha just like refuses. If he was on his deathbed, he's about to die of starvation. He wouldn't eat a slice of Domino's pizza.
0: I don't get it. I don't. I don't even want to start the Chick fil A conversation right now. Uh, I would try to trade Mojo Merrill and give up a fourth round pick to get cap relief.
1: I think it's going to cost more to get rid of Merrill. I, don't, I don't think any I don't other think team wants trade him. Johansson, I think, doesn't he have a no move oh, I to I an extent or no trade? Sorry, to an extent. And again, from what the Hines has shown, he's not. At all upset with the play of Johansson. So I don't think he's even in discussion to be traded.
0: Thank you so much, by the way, Denny, for the comment. Appreciate you. You should be being judgy while drinking hams. In fairness, there's no more hams left in the fridge. Only new Glarus IPAs and uh,
1: Spotted Cow. Spotted Cow is so overrated. I like it. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. I know, I know, I know. It's overrated. Like people worship it and will like drive to Wisconsin just to mule it back. And it's like. It's a pretty run-of-the-mill beer. Yeah, I guess I just don't know the I, hype around it, right? Right? Like, I will I will drink Spotted Cow. Like, I'm not going to, like, turn my nose up at it, but I would never go out of my way to get it.
0: Um, And this is a conversation for another podcast because I want to, like, dive into it, and we obviously don't have the time tonight. It's a late one, but I prefer <laughs> the Spotted Cow over the IPA. Let that sink in. Hmm. Their IPA. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Domino's makes a good thin crust pie. I don't even think they had a thin crust pie in Canada.
1: Again, you need to have American Domino's just to like prove out whether or not you can eat it.
0: <laughs> don't be tell us what uh, another time, another time. <laughs> uh, Maryland JoJo buyouts save two million next year, lose one million in twenty twenty five against the cap. What's up, oh, Sean? So
1: we have a lot more money to spend, so I mean that hey, reasonable. But again. Can't emphasize enough. Joe is not in jeopardy whatsoever. And apparently Merrill isn't either. He has played over Golagoski and now he's playing over Mermis. I, I don't understand it at all. It blows my mind.
0: Ooh. And this one's for the chat too. I want to hear your guys' opinion. Would you trade Beckman if it meant you could get Merrill out the door?
1: I'd already trade Beckman because clearly the, organization is not going to give him the time of day. He's not going to get a chance because by the time there is an opening for him in the roster, we're going to have the kids here that that elite 3 group of Yurov, who's Nadinov, and Ugrin, he's not going to have a chance and it sucks. It's bullshit, it's unfair. He hasn't had a chance to try and make a mark here in the NHL. Trade him, let him go somewhere else that he can thrive and get something in return and hey it means getting Merrill out the door, even though John Hines doesn't seem to want him out the door. I'm very interested in listening to what that means. Like, is it straight up giving up Beckman and Merrill and Merrill's gone or do we get something back? Yeah. Cause no, I don't think that Beckman purely for the sake of Merrill being gone is a fair trade. No.
0: But, and I, and I agree with you if they're going to trade Beckman just because he's never going to get a chance and they can get some assets back then. Yes do it
1: right I, I want him gone not because i don't think he can be a good player because i don't think that billy thinks he can be a good player so yeah
0: uh, i really want vegas to lose to the sharks right now yeah me too uh we aren't going to use him it would be doing him a favor yep i
1: completely agree
0: uh do you think walker could get traded as he's kind of in the same boat as beckman there's a few players in the same boat as him
1: see it. and It's weird, though, because he's definitely in. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it has begun. Dumba got benched for a little bit, but no. Um, To the Walker comment, he's absolutely the kind of player I could see getting traded because he's proven like he's a little too good for the AHL. Not quite good enough to stick in the NHL here, but that doesn't mean that there's not a team where he might be able to get slotted in and thrive. It's possible. But at least sending him to, like, the question is, does he even want to go to a bottoming team? Because that's Mm -hmm. where it's going to be that he's going to be able to play. Like, you send him to San Jose, he's playing.
0: Another, another one.
1: It's not that he has any say in the matter, but, like, if you're Sammy Walker, would you rather be in the AHL here with, you know, what's going on and being closer to home? Or do you want to go and play for what's not as good of a team? Although. They've been looking better at least and they got Slippery Pete doing his slippery nonsense. You never know. Uh, what
0: would you do if uh Rossi wins the Calder? Man, I think Faber has a better chance personally, but
1: I'd probably ask someone to pinch me and wake me up. <laughs> but that'd be great. I I think Rossi does definitely is definitely a guy that's going to warrant notoriety when it comes to the Calder. And maybe he even makes the final three leagues rigged. It's going to be bedard. Like no matter who deserves it, it's going to be Bedard unless he gets hurt.
0: Sean, I was just thinking the same thing. I mean, it's like four times the money to play in the NHL, right? It is a job
1: yeah, at the yeah. end of the day. He wants to go. He wants to go. Yeah.
0: At the end of the he day, like go. you, 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 you,
1: <laughs> you want half a million versus? <laughs> I forget that that's part of it. So you're right. John, you want at I, least I, half a million, or agree.
0: one, or one million dollars with your whatever bonuses, then whatever the fuck you're making in the AHL, right? Uh-huh. Hundred grand if you're lucky. <laughs> uh, is he in the? Oh, may man, he was so he was so much fun. That was. Just can kind I of say, the first episode that I started this podcast, what, three, four years ago, when like Dylan was the co-host, that was after his like preseason and first like five game run with the, with the Wild where he was like point per game for like the first five games or whatever. And I remember that's all, all we were talking about was him.
1: That's sad. Okay. got it. <laughs> Tells me a lot more about you.
0: <laughs> I was still I was still learning a lot about the wild back then, all right?
1: <laughs> Fair enough.
0: But uh interesting. Uh trade to a bottom feeder worked for McBain.
1: That one's still weird to me.
0: Uh, tarps off if Rossi wins it. Of course. That I mean that's but that's the, a given.
1: McBain piece, right? Like there were openings down the middle. That's the one spot that we had opportunity, and he's like, nah, I'm not about it. And he went to Arizona, and yeah, he's playing now. He's not going to last very long there. Like he's going to be displaced within the next two years. Mm. But again, it's a job. He will have made his money. Yeah. Uh, maybe that's all he cares about.
0: Uh, are ELCs guaranteed?
1: Everything's guaranteed.
0: Yeah. This thing. the, that's
1: the one. The one thing that works in the player's favor in the CBA is that everything's guaranteed. Yeah. Obviously it's the cool. bonuses aren't because you have to earn them, but like, yes, all yep. contracts are guaranteed. You know, growing
0: up really following the NHL and how this league runs compared to because I wasn't a big, you know, NFL guy. It, it's still like it's it's crazy that they can cut players, right? And can terminate the contracts. It's it's crazy. I just I'm just not used to it, right? I understand it now that I'm like getting more into football. Um, but it's just I'm just not used to it, right? And it, it's same are with you, like
1: are you getting more into football? I'm
0: trying, okay. Have, um, are you trying? <laughs> I'm gonna be trying. Uh, um, I, it's,
1: it, I mean, I, it's it, I'm trying to try.
0: I'm trying to try. It's similar. Well, I mean, it's similar with uh, like UFC, like you can't in their contracts, you're not allowed to leave to another promotion yet. They can cut you and keep you as long as they want. So say you have one fight left. You don't want to fight. They can keep you for theoretically. Like I think it's two and a half or three years before there's like a time. It's just nuts. So like that, I do like that about the NHL and that's what's, you know, like you said, a good thing that's in favor for them. And yeah. So, I I I thought you knew that. Mm-hmm. I think Goligoski survived tonight because of his uh, chemistry with Spurgeon. Survived.
1: <laughs> That's a fair way to put it.
0: Like I said, he wasn't horrendous, but he made some. He he made a very dumb move at one part, at one point in the game. Uh, estimated career earnings for Walker on Cap Friendly is like two hundred eighty one k in uh, one plus season. Oh, okay. I mean, it's not the worst, but yeah, you want that NHL money. You want that NHL money.
1: You want that FU money, yeah.
0: I thought young players could be bought out for one-third of the remaining money on the contract, older players two-third.
1: So I could definitely be wrong on this. And Sean, if you find proof of this, please post it and let me know because I'm actually curious. But my understanding was, yes, that's like as far as the salary cap is concerned, yes. I still think in actual dollars you have to pay the players. Right, right. But I may be incorrect on that. I'm, I'm just, like 60% confident.
0: He's just basically American now. He's Canadian, but basically American too. I mean, I've been half American. Now I'm officially half American.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, until my passport literally like is arrives at my door, then, then I'm officially.
1: Until you can fly between the two countries without being stopped by the oh border. Yeah. I'm like still a little
0: like shook up about that. Uh, he took a sabbatical from football while in Canada. <laughs> Canada, there was no CFL either because it's over. The
1: season's over.
0: Shout out to Montreal. Um, uh, how was the cavity stage? <laughs> I, I don't want to talk about it.
1: Uh, okay. Isher sure got a little too aroused and he's embarrassed. To say it. But I gotta.
0: Yeah you know. it, it it wasn't it wasn't easy. Don't be horrible. We'll, we'll just say that um, nothing like just just some confusion with paperwork, and it just took a very very long time. That's all. Uh, now a slash suitor were owed ten million over four years, and now they're paying eight hundred k a year over eight years. He's a western Canadian which means he doesn't do the milk bags either. We'll take them. Mean Mark, thank you brother. <laughs> oh, it's all good, buddy. We're here, we figured it all out. It's all good. It's all good. Um, all right, let's 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 turn the page, Hoppy, and get to a few other topics before we wrap things up because it's already 45 minutes in and I know we already
1: we, started turning the page. We right, yeah, get, we're we're pretty much wrapped up. I think the real thing to look at is what went wrong in the back-to-backs against the only two teams that I think are real teams to benchmark against. And I don't think it's as simple as to say, Oh, they beat the bad teams and lost to the good teams because there's a lot that goes into that between the jolt you get from the new coach and, Oh, everyone got healthy and things were already starting to shift with regression. And then, Oh, you're obviously going to lose eventually. And then it's a back to back. Like there's a lot of weird caveats in there, but, I don't really know what to say about what happened with Vancouver. That was the weirdest game where, like, we dominated, absolutely dominated the first period, couldn't get anything by to Smith. And then we just got caved in in the second period. And it was too much to come back from, even though the third period wasn't as bad. Yeah. Like, th- that was an odd what, one. I don't know if that was just like the team was defeated because they couldn't figure something out when they absolutely dominated. And then they were just like mentally and morally defeated.
0: Yeah, like it would make more sense if Vancouver was the second game of the back to back. Then I'd say like he okay, defeated and maybe gassed a little bit, too, because you're just like back to back games. I know they're professional athletes, but you, you can see in back to backs every now and then there's there's a little bit of wear and tear there. Um, I would understand it a little bit more if it was like that, but that's it's so confusing to me that it was that was that was the first game and they looked so good in the start. It was just such a crazy momentum game. It was a roller coaster game for sure. Edmonton, I didn't think they looked that bad. Obviously, we talked a little bit about that game uh in this in the first segment here. Just yeah, just just the the fucking Evander Kane. <laughs> fucking Evander Kane. Um is he in the territory now amongst fans where it's like if he's on your team? You like like you love him, and if he's not, you hate him kind of like Ryan Kessler.
1: I think I think that's any piece of shit player in the NHL. Yeah. Well, for me, if if they're your piece of shit, you love him.
0: I I have one exception. I think I've said it before. Matt Cook. Fuck Matt Cook. And he was on the Canucks. Fuck Matt Cook, dude. He's a piece of shit. I never liked him even when he was on the team.
1: What about Bertuzzi?
0: No comment. (laughs) It's good thing. It's good thing I don't have his bobblehead on screen right now. Um, I shouldn't like Bertuzzi, but I'm a savage, and I,
1: yeah, I don't know. Bertuzzi is the only reason that I didn't like Justin Morneau. (laughs) Justin Morneau, a legendary player for the Twins, one of their better batters in, you know, my lifetime. He wore a Todd Bertuzzi Bertuzzi jersey under his Twins jersey for every game because, like, you know, baseball players, like superstition, ritual, as soon as I learned that, I'm like, this guy's a loser. I'm moving on. Yeah, Canucks. It wasn't a matter of a Canucks jersey. It was No. Bar-Tuzzi specifically.
0: Yeah, like I said, I should hate him. He is a piece of shit, but he's a
1: fucking loser.
0: I still, I, I, I watched more because I was I was fair. I was a lot younger right when Bertuzzi played. I followed the Canucks more when Matt Cook was on the team, and I just, like I said, I fucking hate Matt Cook, dude.
1: And <laughs> yes, Sean. 2006 AL MVP Justin Morneau. No. He wore a Todd Bertuzzi jersey. I'm out.
0: Uh don't be horrible yet.
1: <laughs> it's it's pretty it's pretty uh, widely known. I mean just ask Wes Walls. Yeah, he was he was more against special ad.
0: <laughs> that was a fun interview, man. That was a fun Interesting interview. One. <laughs> oh man. Um before we wrap up here, Hoppy I know we're not going to dive into too much NHL stuff, but there is a piece of Pittsburgh news that I just want to ask you about quickly here. Yes. He PTO with the penguins coming off that hip surgery. I hadn't
1: even fucking seen that. I don't want to talk about it. Breaking news. I don't want to talk about it.
0: Are you just indifferent? Don't even, don't even care. He's not going to make the team. So it doesn't matter.
1: I mean, it's a PTO, so I can ignore it, but if they sign him, I'm going to be not super thrilled. And I hope i I would love for this to bite me in the ass, and it turns out that he's a great player, and I'm an idiot because that means that something's going right for Pittsburgh because right now, aside from Crosby, not much is yeah, so sure you know, try something, but no, I think Jesse pulley RV is not not the answer
0: um another thing did you see uh what happened to Dylan Larkin?
1: The other night? I, so I didn't actually see the play. No, I just saw the result and I saw some dipshits online that were like trying to make like humor out of it. And then they'd try and argue like, oh, for anyone that doesn't know, this was this this post was satire, which like I don't think that they're intelligent enough to know what satire is, because that's definitely not what it was. But
0: what was scary for me was okay. what was really scary for me was when he was he was laying there like out right completely out And, you know, Perron, the wires cross, he cross-checks. Fuck, I don't even remember the player's name. In the face, and a whole brawl ensues. What's scary about it, and I've seen seen this before in other games, it's right over the fucking body of Larkin. And thank God the refs and a few players are actually doing a good job. Like, get the fuck away from him. But I remember, I think it was Taylor Hall hit, um, I think his name was Philip Larson. He was a a tiny Swede defenseman, and he played with the Vancouver Canucks at one point. But I remember he, he... destroyed him hit him with a clean hit but he completely went out and then the canucks and um i not remember where taylor hall was at that time new jersey i think they started going at it and no joke like skates were like bumping him in the head and like some canucks players had to like dive on like his body to like try to protect and so when i saw the larkin thing it, it reminded me of that game and that's what was so scary it was like the players are so heated in the moment that they, i think they forget their own fucking skates and they're just like yeah thank god that the rest dove in there and they didn't literally like dive over him but they did a good job of of clearing the path and um glad he's okay now obviously he's going to be out for a little bit and um uh, perron has a hearing with player safety obviously due to his um intent to injure there but scary stuff though man and like just the camera zoomed in on his face and like lifeless for a sec right just like completely out and that's what that's what was scary but again glad he glad he's okay but that that's in the National Hockey League, that's been one of the more nastier injuries, you know, slash moments so far. Um, again, glad he's okay. glad he's okay. And last but not least, uh he, he is
1: confirmed okay though. Yeah, yeah. Okay.
0: Banged up, but like he 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 didn't get he'll up easily there, but yeah, he'll be fine. Okay, he'll Good. be fine. Uh last thing before we wrap up here, we'll take a last few of the comments here before we hang up the skates. Uh, world junior championship. The IHF is officially making neck guards mandatory for that tournament. A lot of the players already did, but now it's, it is written. Every junior player has to wear neck guards in that tournament. And, you know, that's obviously a very positive thing. And we very much are in favor with that. So
1: as someone who took a neck guard off as soon as they were allowed to after youth hockey, I would very much now going back, knowing what I know, wear one.
0: Yep, yeah. absolutely. All right, well, let's get through the last few comments here, guys, and then we'll hang up the skates and uh, let's get some sleep. Um, taking an impromptu penalty in the same play. Inopportune. Inopportun- <laughs> Inopportune. You, you're w- going
1: straight Q right now where like you read the first – Couple letters in the last couple letters, and then you just make up what's in the middle with a word that you've heard of. In the same inopportune.
0: Inopportune penalty in the same play, you lose Brodeen way less than ideal. less
1: than ideal. Different,
0: Different time zones. Four, Jones, four, games,
1: four games, in a games in a row didn't help. Sorry. Well, I have you in really my little fucking little ear. More it's more. hard to
0: read when you're like repeating every word, too, here. Re-
1: repeating? I wasn't saying a word, and you said to lose Brodeen way, and it <laughs> was Brodine. was. <laughs> don't blame that shit on me Goddamn.
0: <laughs> uh yeah middle 30 minutes the wild had like t- uh 0.2 expected goals or something versus vancouver that, that was
1: what we talked about 20 minutes ago keep up yeah, like, I'm,
0: just, I'm just going through the last of them here to sounds like a concussion messed up his career in the like 2010 sucks how did the wild get so lucky to fly from Alberta to Vancouver back to Edmonton
1: this one? Sorry, Matteo, This is the biggest bullshit pussy complaint ever. It is an hour 40 flight from Calgary to Vancouver. And it's an hour flight from Calgary to Edmonton. They are flying on a private jet. They can fucking deal with it. That if any player wants to complain that that has anything to do with performance, that is the pansiest shit I've ever heard. Softer than puppy shit. I don't think it has anything to do with performance. I just think it's weird. Like, no, no, but like, it's, it's funny, literally yeah. like everyone's like, "Oh my god, Vancouver is so much further than Calgary, Edmonton." Like, it's not. No, it's not. It's, it's not. Really not. Th- like those four are also close. That I don't care what order you want to shuffle them. It well, like
0: matter. obviously Calgary and Edmonton are close, but like, yeah, it's it's there. It's
1: a forty-minute difference by flight. I'm sorry. No, I, no, I, I, I won't hear that argument. That's. No, so I'm just funny. saying, like,
0: it, it, it takes you three hours to drive, you know, to, to Edmonton from Calgary. It takes like 10, right?
1: Because NHL players are going to fucking drive.
0: I I know. I'm just saying like distant, it, it, obviously Vancouver is further from Calgary is what I'm saying. But
1: anyway, the answer is no, no. just the, 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 I would say that uh, the likelihood of Jesse Pugliarvi getting a helmet that fits is roughly the same as the odds of uh, Eric Stahl getting a helmet defense.
0: Concussion also forced... uh, How do I pronounce his name?
1: You are going to get skewered if you can't pronounce his name. First off, it's an iconic player for the Minnesota Twins. Second off, it literally rhymes with a brand that you absolutely know because you cover hockey. No,
0: I just, I, I don't follow baseball. I just wanted to confirm that it's pronounced Mauer. Yeah, that's accurate. Okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> concussion also forced Mauer out uh, from behind home plate earlier than expected to. Shit, luck. Dude, concussions are a bitch, man. They're not. Uh, Gusbus, uh, 95, save percentage in last five games. Nice. Nice. I was an idiot for not wearing one. Oh, Neckard.
1: I was the same.
0: Uh, Strimmel took the World Junior snub personally. Four Point Weekend. Mean Mark, by the way. Thank you so much we for love joining us. Thank love you that. for pointing that out. Yeah, so true. I like Hoppy already. He is speaking facts, facts, <laughs> and he's just so funny. I'm glad you dig the show. Don't be horrible. And again, it's great to see you again, man. Uh I didn't know the fights or the flights were that similar. Jeez, I need to go to bed, dude. I can't read. It's like worse than
1: usual. Is, is it is it that you're tired or is it that just you just can't read?
0: No, I mean I'm Low I'm, I'm tired, man.
1: But now you know Mateo. I'm more I, I was exercising my demons because you made the comment. There's a lot of people online that were saying it, so I just had to kind of unload. So that was not all directed at you.
0: Uh, Sean, I played goalie. Still have a dangler, even though modern helmets. You probably don't need one. Can you ask Hoppy what Maurer is? It's a legendary twins player. Oh,
1: okay, there's, there's got to be a joke in there somewhere.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think he's just <laughs> just dance monkey.
1: <laughs> dance oh, up man. and dance. <laughs>
0: Well, this was a lot of fun, guys. Um, We're going to wrap it up here because we've gone pretty much an hour. It is 1130 here. You've under
1: an hour. you got uh, about a minute 30.
0: Okay, okay. Thank you all for joining. Smash that like button if you haven't already. Subscribe to the channel. Appreciate everyone joining us on YouTube. If you haven't yet subscribed, please do so. If you listen to us via audio, thank you for all the support and come check us out on YouTube. We post YouTube clips of our podcasts daily, as well as beer content. How many more seconds? I have 30 seconds left. Uh, uh, if you're subscribed on any podcast app, please, please rate and review if you can. Um, and yeah, thank you to those tuning into those podcast apps, Spotify, Google, Pod, or Apple podcasts, wherever you get the audio from. Give us five stars, a kind review. It just helps the algorithm. Um thank you everybody. <laughs> Hoppy's dying here. There's
1: a minute 15 left. He's like, "Oh shit, I only got 30 seconds left."
0: Oh shit. Your math okay, I'm going to so I'm going to You now have 45,
1: uh, you are down to 40 seconds now.
0: Thank you all again. We will see <laughs> We'll see you back live Wednesday for Juds Bud 6:30 Central Time. SodaPod audio dropping tomorrow. If you guys just joining us now or just caught the end of this. And uh, yeah, you guys know the drill. Podcast episodes drop in every single week, ladies and gentlemen. Now we officially have 20 seconds left. More retired like five years ago. Give Isha a break. Signing off, I'm Isha Me alongside the state of Pop. This, power. this power. has been the SodaPod. It's easy. Presented by Better Edge, 7th Avenue Pizza, Northland Vodka, and Waggle Golf. We good, man? We good. <laughs> Don't fear. Just drink some beer and stay wild.